Welcome back to another exciting episode of No Quest for the Wicked. Friends, I have two questions for you. I'm intrigued. Tell me what they could be. Go on. Are you ready to rock? Hmm. Hmm. I think hmm. I think I may be. I think I'm feeling up to it today. You Good. know what? If you two guys are down to rock, I think I could. I could probably rock. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it. I can do it. Now, let me further this discourse okay. by asking yeah. you, are thou ready to roll? I believe hmm. on this lovely morn... I shall be ready to roll. This fair midday sun really does heft me in the mood to rolleth. <laughs> Thus henceforth I am ready to roll. And we shall roll in unison together, <laughs> brothers in arms. <laughs> Cody, what happened to your voice? We're not a Starfinder podcast anymore. We're a bad D&D show. <laughs> this is Kojula. Co- Kojula. <laughs> fair night of the realm. Okay, we left y'all off with a declaration of war being sent out by the Federation. Uh, you guys are now outside under the night sky in Usuron, sitting on Cathan's hood, bullet riddled and scorched from the drone attack earlier in the day. And he has pulled up a video of the announcement. And oddly enough, it is a familiar face making fucking Decker the announcement. It is Arwen Decker standing at the front of a podium, and he is addressing an audience. Over the past 24 hours, there have been 16 attacks perpetrated by Sononan Imperial saboteurs on planets within the Federation, each with a message that the Empire has decided to claim control of Casamon. This, of course, is unacceptable. While we have coexisted with the Empire's hostile attitude for decades, We can no longer excuse these acts of aggression on Federation soil, and more important, on Federation citizens. We no longer must make excuses for the actions of Sononis Prime and its Imperial agents. For these are acts of war, and the Ministry of Defense will be launching counter-offensive measures against the Empire. It is with heavy heart that the Federation of Councils declares Casamal in a state of war. I assure you, With the strength of the Ministry of Defense, your homes and families will be protected. This Sononan threat will be met with swift and decisive action. We have enjoyed many years of peace, and we will know them once again. It is in times of war that it is important to remember that the Federation stands for unity, and together we will endure, and we will triumph. And the audience applauds and... You hear the the shudder and flashes of cameras as he poses, essentially, for them and basks in the uproarious applause. And Cathan turns off the video and he leans back. Why are you guys here? Uh. Not the bullshit that you're going to feed me. You wouldn't come back here to a place where you killed the overseer of the Tavern Guild if it wasn't for a good reason. Oh, yeah. I forgot we didn't mention this part. So this silver liquid that we've been talking about, that you saw what, what it can do, we have evidence that a large portion of it was brought to Usuron a couple of weeks ago. Okay. It's in the military base, allegedly. The Department of Defense has a line on it. So why does the Department of Defense need this liquid? Or what are they doing with it? So you're saying the, the Ministry of Defense, who just declared war on Sononis Prime, 
has this liquid that the Sinonans are leaking. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Also, the liquid controls you, so I'm pretty sure the Sinonans aren't doing this of their own accord. Kathan slides off the hood of the car and looks at you for a second. And he waffles a bit and he kicks a stone. He says, you guys cool? Yeah. We're pretty fucking cool. We've been like fugitives and outlaws and we've done a lot of, of, of cool, not cool things. He takes a deep breath and before your eyes, his skin pales and turns a grayish blue and horns spiral out of the top of his head. And before you stands a Sononan. Cody sticks his hand out. Hi. Nice to meet the real you. What I look like doesn't change who I am. You know what I meant. It was a nice gesture. And I appreciate it. But my people are about to be slaughtered. Yeah. And we've been working pretty hard to try to make that not happen. Yeah. Trust me. I'm not coming at you guys. This is this is an olive branch. Well, my my next step of my plan was to try to find a Sononan, so I we just <laughs> skipped ahead on that one pretty quick. So. <laughs> Loves it when a plans comes together. Yeah, look, yeah, no, we don't believe your people have anything to do with this. Um, no, nope. We need to get into the military base. We need to find the liquid, and we need to find Asin. There's more to it than that, I think, as well. Um, why? What benefit does the Federation? have for attacking Sonona's Prime. Do you have any idea what what they would gain from doing this? Because we have been under sanctions for a very long time. Sonona's Prime is not thriving. And I don't know what we have that they want, but it's got to be something. Are we, are we okay with some broad broad guesses here? I, I think that's all we're working with at the moment. So yeah, go, what go if, for it. What if the thing... The entity that's channeling into this liquid is in Sononan Prime, and they need a reason to go and get it, or to free it. That puts them back in good guy territory. Because if whatever this thing, if we're going to believe what the Sononans in there who are under its control said, whatever's got the, you know, the master control wants to destroy Usaron. Yes. If the Ministry of Defense wants to find whoever that is and stop them, I'm back on their side. I don't know. The, the shipment and all this timing feels so weird. Well, I mean, to go go an excuse to go to Sonoma's Prime and to, and to free it because they're, they're buddies, not because to do something good. Oh. Yeah, maybe, maybe the attack here wasn't necessarily to kill the planet. Maybe the aim was just to provoke the war. Unless the thing is on. Yeah, the, the, but the, the, the serum made it really sound like it wanted to kill the planet. So we need to figure out what the benefit of is that as well. Because we have two prongs here. Obviously, someone wanted it to start a war. So why? And second, maybe they do want to still kill this planet. So why? So I think those are the two big overlaying mysteries that we have to figure out. Maybe the Ministry of Defense are experimenting with this liquid. And maybe that's something that might threaten it. Maybe the Ministry of Defense isn't controlling anything necessarily i mean inject put this in a few synonyms and let them do whatever destructive thing that that liquid will make them do and you got yourself a war right Mm. Mm. seems too controlled i think we can agree that that the liquid is being used to get the synonyms to stage these attacks yes but there is a there's a second intention 
what we saw in there, I don't think was the Ministry of Defense, or at least not their end goal. It's Azen or whatever Azen's dealing with. So, gentlemen, if you know where this liquid is, it would stand to reason that we need to get to wherever it is and either take it from them so they can no longer use it, or at the very least, find out what specifically they're doing with it to make it useful to them. I think we yeah. need to talk to Vorax. I So my worry is that he can't be trusted. And my other worry is that you already tipped our hand that we know about the silver liquid right to his face. Yeah. Well, I was trying to save some lives. Yeah. Mm. No, I know. I know. I'm just pointing out that we might be boned. I don't know. He doesn't. We could we could just see what's in the base. Well, well that's we, why we're here. Vorax could still be a good person. If so, he saw that what we said was correct. That they did die, their faces did melt. So maybe he's a good person. We go and he gives us aid to get in the base. Maybe. Catherine probably knows him better than we do. You didn't seem too chill when we mentioned him earlier. Vorak is he's Ministry of Defense. Right? I, I I don't know what he is like in character. He could be he seems you know, he's he's done a lot for you, Saron, but at the end of the day, I don't know where his, his allegiance lie. Yeah. He seemed all too happy to arrest a bunch of Sinonans, so I'm not exactly sure he's going to believe anything we say. Do you have a way for us to get into the Ministry of Defense base? And I know that's unlikely. No, it, it's one of the things that Lady Amberhart and I have been working on. We assume that there is some sort of correlation between Contra and the Ministry of Defense. They have a they have a, a connection, and I mean that quite literally in the sense that. Contra has built a sky rail from the quarry out through to various shipping locations, warehouses, and at the end of it also connects to the Ministry of Defense. Mm -hmm. Well, look, I think we need to take a minute and rest anyway, because I got a lot of holes in me. I also might know someone who could help if, if Contra are involved. Do you know a man by the name of Shane? Looks like a grumpy gardener, lives here in, in Usuron? No, but I can... The nice thing about working with Lady Amber Hart is she has resources. I can I can get her to find him. He he probably has some knowledge. Okay, sure. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll reach out. I I need to find him anyway, but I think I think he could help. All right, I will. Yeah. Um. He walks off a little bit and gets on the phone and makes a call. And he uh he's out of earshot, so you guys can talk about things if you would like. I wouldn't even know where to start, really. Poor Sinonans, this is shit. No, it is. It's, um... Yeah, it seems our two options here are two people we don't know if we can trust. Yeah, do we trust Catherine? He's real cool and all, but... Oh, no, Catherine I trust. I mean Shane and Forax. <laughs> I trust mm -hmm. Shane. Cody, it's been a long time. Yeah, and it's been a very short time since we met Catherine. And he does explicitly work for someone who wants to kill you. Yes, but at least I know his intentions. The people that you used to know, your old friends, they've all signed weird contracts that bind them. We don't know. Contra holds over your friend Shane. No, we don't, but we need to find that out too, so. I think putting too much trust in Cathan might be a mistake. Yeah. But. I don't you know. know. If he's fighting for his people. No, no. I, I, I trust his motives. I just don't trust the person. I want to trust him, but I don't know. Hey, at the very least, we know what drives Lady Emberheart. Do we? Yes. Protecting this planet in vengeance. Like the, the, we know that because that's why she is who she is. But even then, it's like two conflicting principles. And that's why she has control over her body, I assume. For it's now. Because those 
things are in, con- in constant. Yeah, and if, it, if, if she loses control, then she's just going to come after me. It's not like she's going to blow up the universe. She expressly said she wanted to. Yeah, but she doesn't have the means to do it. Maybe she does. She literally Tony, does. You're being very suspicious of everyone else who isn't your old friend Shane you haven't seen in 30 years. And you're being very trustworthy or trustful of everybody else. I appreciate You know what I'm saying building. has merit, and I know what you're saying has merit. Um, your phone's ping. Yeah, let's check them. And it is Astrid with the information that you requested earlier in the day about the summit and what uh, Sebastian Grant has been looking into in terms of Iberium. How good a distraction. You know, she's going to call you because I think it'd be easier to have this in a conversation than in texts. <laughs> Sounds good. I assume you've heard the news. It's hard to miss. Uh, you guys okay? Everything is all right on your end? We're still breathing. We've had a day. So I looked into your request, and as to be expected, a lot of these documents have been redacted or you know confiscated by the Ministry of Defense, a lot like the other stuff that he was working on. But I was able to find a report that he made in regards to sealing off a vein of Iberium. And he was trying to, it looks like, stop it from being mined. The second vein. The large Interesting. Yes. Okay. Um, Did it say his reasoning? Was there something found? I would assume that because of the size of it, it was a safety concern. Yeah. Would it, like, maybe the spikes can't keep up with the new load of toxicity? She shrugs and just says, the uh, the information I have access to is pretty limited, but it seems like that was what he was doing the week that he died, was trying to make sure that that vein stayed sealed. Is there anything else you can give us about that, the meeting beyond that? Who was there? Things like that? No. Unfortunately, the the summit was behind closed doors. It involved the Ministry of Defense, so it is confidential information, classified. Mm-hmm. There's, I don't think we're going to get any more information out of this. Again, I can do my best to do the bureaucracy thing and cut through red tape, but I think that would raise more alarms than, than actual information that would be useful. So let's leave it as a last resort. If we can't find a lead, mm-hmm. I will pull the trigger on this, but let's wait if you guys are okay with that. Yeah. As a side note, what we're seeing here, the Sinoans might not be behind what's going on. Okay. What makes you think that? They're being controlled by the silver liquid. Yeah. We just finished fighting a bunch who were all controlled, so. Okay, well, that's, those are pretty heavy allegations. Did we so, tell you we saw Valai? Have we gotten to that part yet? Oh, oh, I don't think we told her about that. Oh, fuck, yeah. We saw Valai. Uh, we can do that in the next call, though. You know, this is more. <laughs> yeah, this is probably not as pressing. <laughs> Just brush it off. To the- <laughs> She's like, I uh, like mouth dropped, eyes wide. She says, "You saw a Valai? The last one, yeah. Did you know they're the Eris engines? Yeah, they turn themselves into engines. Wow, we're uh, we're unloading a lot right now. <laughs> they're the Eris. They built the Eris shuttles, yes. No, no they, they became them. Yeah. Also, the like weird feedback, I guess, is echoes of, of the Valai inside. Um, I thought you'd want to know because of what your dad was looking into, yeah. you know? Also, the silver liquid is their blood. We have a lot. Oh, of- also, this- yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to... I'll call you back. Also, Doris Van Grant is still alive, but dead. Oh, yeah. She says you're a nice kid. 
she just stares blankly into the screen and then the call ends. We had a busy couple of days, eh? I yeah, it's so much I kind of forgot. Yeah, we we, we, we I completely forgot we didn't up, update her on the Valai. Yeah, it's um, like the expert in them. We probably should have done that right away, eh? We hmm. We're dealing with a lot. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that a couple hours ago, I thought my mom being dead was the biggest thing we'd have to deal with today or yesterday? Oh, man, that got swept under the rug, too. Shit, there's so much happening. Oh, yeah, your brother's going to come try to kill you soon. Yeah, he could be working for anyone involved here. I have no idea what's going on. There's a lot. Is he he a centrifuge kind of guy or more of a direct conflict kind of guy? Direct conflict. He's as dumb as fucking sand. Okay, okay. So I'm not not too worried about... (laughs) Is sand dumb? Uh, Well, sand doesn't have any thought. Hmm. Sand is at the will of the wind. So the wind is what's smart. The sand is just its pawn. The wind is smart? Whoa. Uh, Catherine walks in and says, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Sand Uh, and wind? Yeah, the sand doesn't have thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Merrick just starts laughing. Merrick is just like... We need to God, get some- we must be the absolute worst to do. <laughs> we just ruined fucking Astrid's day. We're ruining his day. God. There's a, the Valai somewhere. It's just like, oh, why these guys? These three are a menace to society and they don't even know it. He's popping into another ship as we speak. Like, oh, no, you are the chosen ones. <laughs> Catherine says, I've got an address for you. Oh, wow. Let's, uh, hmm. Should we go pay him a nighttime visit? No, but no. Was that like code for killing him? No, or robbing I just him. Go go at night. Oh yeah. Really think it's gonna matter when we go to visit him. Why did you say that so ominously? We smash cut to the car pulling up to the Gentino Cemetery. Uh, oh no. That no. This this can't be. Well, I mean, how long have you not seen the guy? I'm not really sure. Like 60 years, I think. Oh, shit. He's human? Yeah. And how old about was he when you knew him? Pretty old. He just... Yeah. No, I I know. I hadn't really... Because it just doesn't seem... Feels like it was... You know? Can I... I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to go find his gravestone. Do, Do we... Do we give him some space? Give him some space, but look out for any symbology, potential info drops. Like, he was still given this name, so let him grieve, but keep your eyes out. Cody, you get there. And sure enough, there is a tombstone for your friend, Shane. And he lived a a good life. He lived a long life. But unfortunately, he was human. And the, the time is finite. But the one thing to note is that the grave is well kept and there is fresh flowers there or not fresh i would say they they are just about reach the end of their life and cody like fully breaks down crying at the grave behind you you hear footsteps small footsteps they're light and you hear a voice say cody oh man i don't know i'm i'm (laughs) frozen is that you is that you cody do I recognize the voice? You sure do. It's Izzy. I turn around and I cry more. <laughs> and I grab her and hug just her. Just hugs you. Yeah, she's, she just embraces you. And I think she cries too. And it's just like, 
just heavy sobs for a little bit until she manages to sort of catch her breath and she puts her little hands on your face and she just like grabs you and and she's like pretty much holding you by your ears and she's staring at you while you're on your knees and she's standing up and she says where have you been i just sign it's a long story and i'm not quite sure and then i like brush the tears from my eyes and sign uh sorry this has been a lot she signs it's great that you still remember how to do this but then she points to her ear and she shows that she has a fairly uh, complex hearing aid. And she says, we can go either way if you would like. <laughs> Cody signs, holy shit. And then signs, oh my God, it's so good to see you. And then he says, oh, oh, sorry. Oh my, oh my God. It, it's so, it's so good to see you. I, oh, I don't even know what to say. How, how are you? You look great. <laughs> I look old, but thank you. You, you. You look great. I got a lot of holes in me right now. <laughs> you look you look good. Is this your first visit? I just found out. I'm sorry. Right now. Once everything went the way that it went and you three disappeared. I mean, you two disappeared. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember, I would say, anything, practically. Okay. Um, I would really like if you could help me resolve that that's kind of why i'm here uh, among other things um but yeah she picks up the f- old flowers that are in the uh in like the the urn in front of the grave and she's holding both in in each hand and she hands them to you in the same way so like one in one hand one in the other and she holds your hand steady and in between the two flowers she signs, do you remember Alpha? Um, can I sign or are my hands being? Your hands are full. So it's it's like a yes or no, nod or. Uh, I kind of like incline my head in a yes and no manner. Like a, a little head waggle. She signs, you, Mezo, and Alpha disappeared. I frown. Alpha was erased. Mezo disappeared for good. And so did you. Can I speak? Uh, she takes the flowers and holds them. What do you mean erased? I sign. Uh, she gives you the flowers back and she says, Alpha was taken. You got him back. When he got back, something was wrong. You, Mezo, and Alpha then disappeared. Mezo continued his business, but no one was allowed to talk about Alpha. And Alpha, it was like he never existed. And that's all you know? She nods. When? Where? Hmm. They found me in a storage locker with no memories. Uh, She says, once you disappeared, we didn't see you or hear from you or hear about you. I can't help with that. Thank you. It's reassuring that someone else remembers Alpha. She signs, we all remember Alpha. We're just not allowed to. What are these contracts? I sign. Magical NDAs. What happens if you break them? She nods to the grave. Signing is okay? Loophole? She shrugs. I cry again. (laughs) You can't do that. Not when I just found you. If there's one thing that I'm so sure of, 
in this world is that you need to find Alpha. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for you, Trent, and Shane, I don't think I'd ever have any friends, but I I have three now, and I I would really like if you could meet them. Or two now, and and a a new... We'll see. Sure. I'm doing my best. Uh, Yeah, she walks back to the the group if you if that's what you want hi guys this is uh this is izzy uh she waves she says hi i i used to know cody a while ago um hi uh darren merrick kathan he's he's the new one (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm assuming (laughs) kathan looks like like his human or like his normal form again yeah, I'm assuming yes. he's yeah, no longer he is. than no one <laughs> yeah he he is re- reverted back to his his human disguise good call um yeah we're cody's crew um we're his friends yeah weird that you took so long to say that and in, in a roundabout fashion but okay it's the best you get out of me some days <laughs> <laughs> to be fair Mer- merrick's having a rough real rough day so yeah. Give him a little bit of leeway on that one. Yusuron hasn't been kind to a lot of us. Um, can we go somewhere and eat or drink or sit? Um, yeah, I, I live not too far from here. If you guys want to come to my place. If you don't mind. Uh, Kathan looks a little agitated, but he's he gets in the car and says, you uh, point the way. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a short drive, like a, a five, 10 minute drive to a small cluster of homes, uh, just outside of Gentino. And, uh, she hops out and walks in and opens the door and, and lets you guys in. Have you had much to do with Contra since coming here? No, we were, we were all given quite generous severance packages. Um, when the estate was sold, we have shares in everything and let me tell you i'm not excited about it but with the news of the war um the contra stocks went way up yeah i imagine so i guess you don't really know what they're doing here with with regards to uh the ministry of defense and and their whole rail and and all that oh yeah no it's yeah they're they're just shipping iberium to ministry of defense for ships and and vehicles and weapons yeah okay how long have you been on Usuron, Izzy? Oh boy, um, I've been on Usuron for about fifty years or so. Oh, so it's been since this place was what it used to be. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I bounced around a little bit. I didn't really, I didn't live on Usuron, but I, I frequently came to to stay with Shane um, when he was alive. I kind of bounced between here and Therum. So you know Dusty, obviously. Yeah, I know Dusty, yes. Um, oh, what was the name of the guy who died at the Golden Chair? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. And you must have known Jimmy? Uh, in passing, yes. Last year, before the boom happened, before the right before the second vein was announced for mining, um, there was a meeting here behind closed doors. You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you, Izzy? I, no, I'm I'm sorry. I've I've pretty much been in retirement mode. I've, I run a small... Uh, catering business, but I no, I I'm not involved in that world anymore. Sense motive, sure. Uh, that's going to be a twenty twenty two. She's hundred percent telling the truth. She okay. has no idea anything about the the workings of Contra since she wasn't even like really. She was a a cook mm-hmm. in the estate, so she wasn't even really in the business. Fair enough. What was Shane doing all these years here on Usuron? 
Um, he did a lot of just sort of groundskeeping for various estates. He he stayed in the in the gardening business. I know Usuron might seem like a a bad choice for that, but there's a lot of work that goes into making sure that the soil remains fertile and uh, being able to grow with nutrients and stuff, especially with the Iberium. If anybody could make a plant grow out here, it would be him. And that's kind of <laughs> what he made a, a career on. How was he before he passed? He was doing well? He was good. Yeah, I mean, he was he was Shane. He was grumpy. He was mm-hmm. ornery. Yep, gardening. Um, he It was a simple life, but I think he was happy. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I'm... I, I'm sorry. I don't think we could stay very long. Um, there's a lot of shit happening, and as I'm sure you know, and we might be kind of involved, and I think we have to go do some saving. I just, I'm really glad I got to see you, and I'm going to go, and I sign, I'm going to find him. She signs back. I know. If, if there's anything that you think of or know or, or find, reach out, and I'll like, pass on the details. And if I can, I'll, I will, I'll be back. We, we can have tea or... A scone. Maybe both. That would be nice. If you think of Shane, any ramblings of Shane that at the time may have seemed incoherent or bizarre, uh, reach out. Towards the end of his life, he seemed he seemed pretty convinced that if they kept mining the Iberium, that they would get to a place where they couldn't get back from. What does that mean? In terms of the to- toxicity overload or... Yeah, I, I think he was really concerned about, you know, the, the planet would be stable, but I think there would be a, it would run its course. We would no longer be able to really live here. Hmm. Well, um, that seems like just about what we were looking for, really. Yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. I think we might need to hop on one of these trains and get, you know. Into the shit. Into the shit. Um, one last question. Shane, have a like any fertile ground that he was gardening on in Usuron, just in case. Yeah, back at his his old place. Oh, and um, she runs out to her back door and she opens it up and she says, "He made a little plot for me." <laughs> and there's a small little garden with uh, with a couple of it seems mostly practical, like a lot of like fruits and veggies and stuff. But then there is a very small section of flowers. Are they dahlias? They are. Hmm. Ooh, these these da- dahlias. What I like sign. What's important about them? They were they were Mezo's favorite flower. I sign. Did Mezo have a wife? <sighs> she says, "Yeah, Helena." And I sign. I don't remember her at all. She was um she was gone by the time you came around. I sign. Does black dahlia mean anything to you? Uh, Project Dahlia? Yes, sorry. Black Dahlia is the murders. <laughs> yes. She cocks her head and she just says, no, I don't think so. I sign, never repeat that. <laughs> she nods. Like the, not, I don't think so, but the Project Dahlia. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the patch just in case there's something. Ooh, uh, it's a 26 perception. I don't think, I want to give you something because that's a good perception check, but I don't think there's anything. That's okay. I, here's what I will say. You remember, like, you get a good look at the shape of the dahlia flower. Mm-hmm. And if if anything ever comes up with the dahlia, with that perception check, you will recognize it. Okay. Uh, can I send off a quick text? Yeah. I want to message patience. Okay. Mm. And say, what does tree do? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
um, I assume you mean like what Kaya is up to? Yeah. What's it capable of? So, I mean, you guys kind of figured out what Kaya was doing. Its roots were essentially offsetting the radiation from the living apocalypse that was buried in its in the earth. Yeah. And its roots were purifying very, very similar to the spikes. So are you saying mm. that if I eventually find a way to t- convince these people to let me plant the shard of Goa here, that maybe we can save this planet? It's possible, but it seems like Kaya was for radiation. This is for, like, toxicity. So the spikes seem to be the specific solution for that problem. Okay, so tree won't save this planet. Probably mm. not. Fuck. I thought I solved the mystery. <laughs> I wonder, did Turian and Spikes come from the same source? Oh, yeah, the tree was an alien as well, correct? Oh, yeah. The tree talked to you. Okay, yeah, it's paused for an hour and a half for us all to go back and listen to that episode <laughs> again. Uh, so the tree was an alien. That would have correct in saying that, correct, Dan? I will remind you of what Aerodax has said. Aerodax has told you that the Vlai's purpose were to find places in need and help them. Yeah. So, so they, much they like the spikes the were the lie, the I think spikes. the tree was also the lie. And you know that in order for the Vlai to help, in order to maintain balance in the universe, they had to sacrifice themselves. So the spikes are also the lie? The tree is also the lie? Do you have a little baby Valai? I don't know. I haven't even named it yet. You know, just throwing a quick thought out there. What happens if there's like one bad Valai? Like, well, I think that's the big one. Spoils the whole bunch. Right now. Yeah. Because in my eyes, how else would you know what Valai blood does if you weren't a Valai? Yeah. We we met a Valai, Izzy. <laughs> JK, LOL. We don't need I to keep, blow your mind with that. I keep forgetting that it's just like... <laughs> It's literally like saying you met a god, more or I less. Know. <laughs> We're friends. Uh, she kind of looks over at the the other three for validation. Oh, no, uh, that's a Cody joke. Oh, okay. Cody, we don't need to tell your friend you don't want to die. Things that might get her killed. I feel like we've already done a lot of that. Anyway, we he's right. We should go and not get you killed. I'll be back for tea and scones. You don't die. You're not allowed, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> As you guys are leaving, she rushes over to the fridge, uh, opens it up, and grabs a small little container. She says, I feel you've got to take something with you. And she hands you a small container that has uh, four cinnamon buns in it. <gasps> Thank you very much. I'll I'll share them with my friends, and I'll, I'll think of you. And I'll be back. I give her a gigantic hug. Uh, she hugs you back. Seeing you has been amazing. I, I just want you to know. I'm very glad that you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. And she she waves at you guys as you guys get back in the car and drive off. And Cathan is kind of like tapping the wheel. And he's like, so that was very heartwarming, I think. But yeah, um, it didn't get us much further. I'm sorry. Uh, he pauses for a second. He says, sorry, that was that was dickish. I'm glad you got to see your friend. And I'm sorry about your other friend. Yeah. Okay. Gentlemen, we need to come up with a plan of action. And the way I see it, is we need to either get into the Ministry of Defense building and poke around mm-hmm. or find someone willing to tell us what's happening. And I don't know which one is more likely to be successful. That's a tough one. I think we need to ride that rail into the Ministry of Defense. Okay. So you want to hijack the train and bring it into the Ministry of Defense. I think that's what we're leading to, Yeah. Okay, interesting. Let me look into that. I I feel like that's going to require 
some finessing, but mm-hmm. here's what I know of the train. When it is in transit, the sky rail is protected by a force field. So getting okay. into the train or onto the train during transit, probably not going to happen. The only time it is out of the force field is when it is picking things up or dropping things off. So the quarry, the Ministry of Defense, and potentially the warehouse. Those would be our options into getting on board this train. Between the quarry and the warehouse, which one is uh, less well-guarded? Do you know? Honestly, at this point in time, one of our most invaluable materials, I imagine they're going to be pretty heavily guarded on all fronts. No way to disrupt that force field for just a moment, eh? That could be an option. I'm not sure how we would go about doing it, but the the nice thing about technology is that there is always an option to get around it. The way I see it is the warehouse, it would be very hard to cover our approach. So if we were going to go that way, Mm -hmm. we would have to have a reason to be there. It is in the middle of the desert and there is really no way to drive up quietly. Uh, Second, uh, you know, the quarry, I think we have, it's a a little easier to sneak around the tunnels and get around in there. Uh, Our approach would be a lot more clandestine. I think it would be a little more, a little more subtle. So it is, it is up to what you think is your strength. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a bumbling idiot route? I mean, I think that's an option for every plan. Excellent. What do you think, Merrick? I think the quarry is probably our best bet. A part of me almost still wants to reach out to Vorax, but I think it's not worth the risk. Yeah. Is he potentially, he could be potentially compromised. I don't know. But he could potentially be our only option. He could be our in as well, you know. Hey, if you want to go and maybe have a drink with him and feel him out, I don't think that's, I don't think we go in blind and just say, hey, can you let us into this secret facility? But if you talk to him and you've got a pretty good read on people, Darren, right? I mean, I'm good at reading people. I'm not so great talking to him. Well, let's together. If I shut up, we should be able to do it between the three of us. <laughs> well, let's go down to Dusty's for, to relax for a moment. Then we'll stay at the hotel again. Yeah, we want to at least get a night's rest before enacting and if said he's plan. He's at Dusty's, we'll take advantage of it. And if he isn't, well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We're all taking poison. We decided we can't figure it out, so we should just all die together as friends. Oh, shit. I was literally about to say that. Oh, wow. All right. Can you imagine? <laughs> End of the show. <laughs> we can't do like, the right thing, so we're not going to do anything. <laughs> this seems like a lot. Poison time. That could be our whole shtick is like we set up these really amazing adventures and then just get like, oh, it's overwhelming. And then we all drink poison and start a new season. Uh, all right. Y'all ready? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, let's do this. So you're going to Dusty's. Is that the plan? Yeah. Rest up. Catherine pulls up to Dusty's. The valet takes his car with uh, a, a, a reasonable amount of concern considering the bullet holes and damage to it. He's probably seen worse. And uh, you guys go into Dusty's Refresher and it's it's popping off. It's nighttime. It is. It's the night crowd. There's people everywhere. It's pretty much like standing room. Uh, everyone's kind of squished in. There's a bit of a dance floor going on closer to the jukebox. But uh, for the most part, people are just hanging around and drinking. Uh, we're crashing here, right? Is that part of the plan or was yeah, that? We're going to go to the back to the hotel to stay the night. Okay. But I just wanted to come in here in case we saw anyone of note. No, mm-hmm. no Vorak. No hooded figures. Give me a luck check. Maybe we should invite Vorak out. We do Brody. have his uh, deets. Yeah, well, who wants to roll the luck check? I The last two I rolled were a two and a five, so I think I'm going to give it the best. I think it's Durin time. He's been rolling good this session. Yeah, uh, Durin. What am I rolling? Uh, D100 or D20? Just D20. Just don't fail the boys, okay? 
an eight. I said don't. You don't see anyone of importance, but you can still see there's quite a few off-duty Ministry of Defense people here. Time to gather information. Yeah, yeah, let's do that, but... Hey, Dusty, can I get another drink? I gotta pay my tab from earlier, too. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Coming right up. And he uh, swings and grabs a beer and slides it over. Man, Dusty, I can't believe a year ago, this place was just like, this is crazy. It's a dream come true. Mm. And he's just like whipping around the bar. God damn it. Uh, I would like to buy a round for our Ministry of Defense boys. Everyone's going to be protecting us through all this. So keep their morale high, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll throw a, a drink. I'll, I'll get a tab going, and, and the first round that every one of them orders, I'll put it on for you. I would, I would appreciate that. Let's give Vorax a text. Um, you can see one of the Ministry of Defense guys who is nearby uh, overhears this and gives you a, like a, you know, raises his glass and gives you a, a thankful nod. I, retu- I return it. Uh, do we get that money off Vorax, by the way? Yes, when you completed the contract, when you protected the, the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you uh, your, your contract is completed. So everyone add uh, 250 or 2,500 uh, gold. Nice. Uh, I'm just in Vorex a text saying, crazy day, drinks on us, uh, muscle emoji. But <laughs> <laughs> because you're you, you have to send four. Yeah, I send four <laughs> muscle emojis. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, a couple minutes later, you get a text being like, just finishing up work or just finishing up something here. Uh, we'll be over in a moment. And sure enough, in a couple moments, uh, Vorak comes in. He's in his like sort of civilian clothes. Not that much different from what he was normally wearing, but he's not in his uniform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cheers to your friend. Yeah, wave him over. Get him a nice cold pint. Maybe I should go with Catherine and visit a weapons shop. Sure. Yeah, I mean. Or by myself. I don't know if you want to be stay here, Catherine. I don't really care one way or the other, but I feel like splitting out, like considering the tensions, I feel like staying together might be the way to go. Okay. Um, and then if you do want to go buy something, for sure. I just like Cody's not going to speak because we specifically talked about that. So his whole thing was just to like leave. Is there like a video game at the wall or something? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, there's there's like a little yeah, arcade. I'll, stand. I'll go do that. then. <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> I feel really bad. There's big Defrex hunting. Perfect. I'm going to go play some big Defrex hunter. Oh, don't my God. Su- don't suppose there's like a grenade vending machine in this bar, is there? <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> no. But That's I mean, like so I said, like you, you, we can hit a, you can hit a store if you would like. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pop next door and buy, buy three grenades and then come back. Okay, <laughs> just, just three smoke grenades, level one. All right. Uh oh, that feels ominous. Vorek gets to the bar after like wading his way through the crowd of people, and he says, "How y'all doing? Um, thank you very much for your assistance earlier. It's uh, a job well done. Credits hard earned. Um, we appreciate everyone here. Appreciates everything you did for us." Well, with everything going on, I believe you guys all need a night to relax and enjoy yourselves before shit hits the fan. Am I right? We are currently waiting for said shit to hit said fan. Yes. That's wild. Um, did you manage to get anything out of your prisoners after as I hand them a beer? They're not talking, but uh, we'll break them. One of them, one of them's got a mouth on them, but we'll we'll get there. Oh, they're speaking. I'm not. No, they're not cooperating. But uh, like I said, a, a couple hours in lockup. Uh, you know, uh, one of our interrogators will, they'll get him to talk. Oh, they still have faces. Interesting. What, what does that mean? Oh, right. The whole Milton faces. Yeah, no, no, no one's faces was melted. Uh, they all just, uh, right as rain, just 
in in chains. Sense motive, a hundred percent. Yeah, one million percent. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oh yeah, there we go. Terry's still gonna beat me, but that's a twenty-four. Twenty-five. Okay. Oh, just by one. That's cruel. He's convincing. Okay, but there's something in his demeanor that betrays him. Mm-hmm. And when Merrick starts pushing, you can tell that he is lying. That's very unfortunate. Okay. Yeah. Did you manage to get out to our crime scene yet to check that out? Yes, yes, yes. I, I had a uh, a team a team go and, and pick up the bodies, yeah. Good. I'm glad we were able to stop those Sinonans. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, war ain't ever something we wish, but if... You know, I, I am glad that it is the Sinonans, you know? They've been assholes for decades to us with their fucking rules and their making us jump through hoops, their aggression, their hostility. It's it's a pain in the goddamn ass, and I'm glad that if, if we have to buckle down and put our boots to some asses, I'm glad it's Sinonans. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we're getting revenge for all those tithes and stuff they put on restricting our society. Oh, wait a second. I believe it went the other way. Uh, Vorak cocks his head, and Catherine puts his hand on your shoulder, and he says... My friend's had a little bit too much to drink. Uh, Sorry, I was radical left-wing parents, you know? Yeah. Teach all this nonsense. Yeah, that's the vibe I got from your mom. Um, Vorak nods and just says, look, I understand. We're all tense and on edge here, but I do want to remind you that it is the Sinonans who attacked the cube. It's the Sinonans who attacked us. It's the Sinonans who attacked you outside your courtroom the second you got freedom. It's... This ain't the time to have a bleeding heart. No, you're right. You're right. My apologies. It was crazy that for a while they thought we were the ones who attacked the cube. Crazy, eh? How things can be confusing. (laughs) The nice thing about the truth is that it will always set you free and the righteous will get justice. So how were the orders from up top? Where are they going to be sending you? Oh, I will be maintaining my position here on Usuron. Um, I'm not exactly top brass or anything, but I will be overseeing, you know, the, the, the comings and goings, uh, making sure and securing the quarry, uh, to ensure a steady supply of Iberium for the coming, uh, battles and, uh, you know, just, just the, the general, my, my duties aren't changing a whole lot. I'm just going to have to be a little sharper. Well, that's good to know that you're going to be diligent. I need to get some air. Uh, Merrick's going to step outside. He's been drinking a lot. What can I say? My it's, mom died. Yeah, his 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 mom just died. He's, he's a bit off. My condolences. Yeah. If you see someone who looks like me, but like a little bigger, keep your eye on him. He He's also a Kasatha, so he kind of like <laughs> takes a look at himself. He says, oh, all right, then. Yeah, oh, sure. Oh, sorry. We're, 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 that, we're, we're the traditional kind of Kasatha, you know, the, the real fanatics. Vorak <laughs> stares at you for a second. It's just like, I think your friend should maybe uh, lay off the alcohol for the rest I'm of gonna the I'm going to go sing a song for Jimmy. Cody, <laughs> he should have been there doing the chat, I guess. <laughs> In this moment, I'm like missing Cody so bad. <laughs> I get a roll for how well I do a big Defrick Hunter. I got 10. I did okay. He's all right. Yeah. Didn't get a high score or anything. Cathan comes over to you and he looks at you and he whispers in your ear. He's like, you're the bad one at this. What the fuck so do bad. you do if that's the good one? Hmm. I didn't hear what happened. I don't know. It's, it's for the best. <laughs> You've heard me talk. 
It's usually a nightmare. Merrick's going to buy a bottle, leave it in Jimmy's chair, and then just walk outside. Okay. Um, I'm going to head out with him, actually. Yeah, I think everyone kind of, unless you're doing something during, I'm going to give you an opportunity to. Uh, I think we got what we needed from this conversation, if I'm honest. Okay. Uh, Um, I'm going to see a free bottle in a chair and just kind of take that. I don't know why (laughs) someone left it. Uh, Give me a stealth check, please. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, you guys get out into the outside of the bar and Catherine looks at you, Merrick, and just like, what the hell was that? I'm fine. I just could tell that we weren't going to get from him what we wanted. So I just wanted to make us look foolish so he doesn't suspect us tomorrow. Well, we learned the most important thing. Um, We cannot trust him. No. Yeah. Put out a couple lines he didn't bite. Okay. It's just like everything, the, what he's lying about says a lot. Says he yeah. know, like he yeah, knows he we knows. Him. If he wants to reach out, he can. But if he doesn't, then. Yeah, I think we need to be very careful around him. Yeah. Well, he's the one we'll be maybe seeing soon. All right. Well, hey, we got a train job in the morning, right? Yeah, I guess. We should rest up. Hello, friends. Space GM Dane here to do the things. Uh, this is my second time recording this little break because I forgot how microphones work. So, hooray. First and foremost, we hope you are enjoying this episode. Second, uh, it is the start of a new month, which means there is a ton of new Patreon content available. To kick things off, the Hot Wings Challenge that we did uh, to celebrate our one-year anniversary is now available to everyone for free. Right now, it is only available on Patreon. We'll probably upload it to YouTube or other video services at some point in time. But for now, if you want to watch the video uh, because you missed it or you want to rewatch it or for whatever reason, you got to head on over to Patreon. Second, uh, the Boomer stat block is gone. If you missed it, you missed it. I'm sorry, but that's the way the boss rush works. This month's boss is the Lumberjack, which is the big giant mechanical elephant that the boys fought during the Siege of Kaya. There are three different difficulties, ranging from sort of low, mid to high level. So you can throw that bad boy at your party no matter where you are in your campaign. And finally, the world primer this month is uh, all about the Blood Letters, everyone's least favorite mercenary group. So if you need a antagonistic, shitty group of dudes who want to fuck over your party, I highly recommend grabbing the world primer for the blood letters and if you do pledge at that level you not only get the blood letters but you also get all of the other world primers that we've released so far as well there's stat blocks for uh some of the mercenaries there's stat blocks for the uh bear that they put a machine gun into his back and for the first time in world primer a history there is a stat block for the blood letters leech ship which is the ship that fucked up the persistence during their first space combat so if any of that sounds like uh, something that interests you or something that you want to uh, bring to your table or if you just want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash noquestcast or noquestcast.com and click the Patreon link. And while you're on noquestcast.com, maybe consider joining the Discord. It is a great community that we are so proud of. We love everyone there. It's a lot of fun. They're so talented. They're so nice. If you enjoy the show, I promise you, you're going to enjoy the Discord. We have a great time there. We have a great crew there, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Anyway, that is it for me this week, friends. We will see you in two weeks' time. In the meantime, please enjoy the rest of the episode. Uh, cool. You take a rest. You just sleep. Um, it is a new day, so you're going to have to roll me your Jenny abilities. No, she's going to ask, do we get them if she's not around? She calls us and croons to us in the morning. I think it's a D4. 
24. Uh, I got I rolled a one. Which one's that one? I believe that's the plus two plus five, right? Plus two after I roll plus five. If I uh, if I don't. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I got a four, which I think is the first time I didn't roll a one. Um, so I get to re-roll a minus two. Any any check? Reroll with a minus two? Yeah. I got yeah. the same one. Nice. Yeah, so Duran, you got rocker inspiration. Gain plus five Sweet. on any roll before you roll or plus two after you roll. Sweet. And uh, American Cody, encore. you got encore. Reroll one skill check, attack roll or saving throw at a minus two. You must take the second roll, even if it's worse. Not bad. Watch it be worse, but <laughs> most likely, yeah. Can't be worse than a natural one, am I right? <laughs> Good point. Yeah, you guys uh, are woken up in the morning by Kathan, who uh, strolls in and says, Wakey, wakey, gentlemen, we've got a train to rob. Let's do it. Let's gear up. So I guess what's what's the plan? I would say if I'm looking at it logistically, we do our best to get onto the train unseen. We ride that train. We then hide on board that train to its final destination, which is the Ministry of Defense. And then I don't know. (laughs) And we fuck around and find out, eh? Fuck around and find out. That's fair. Entering into the Ministry of Defense base and attempting to fight our way through is a bad call. I think we need to have an idea of what we're doing there first. That's outside our wheelhouse. I think we we need to get eyes on either the wreck of the spaceship that was brought here or to some kind of data center and and see what they've recorded. Maybe maybe that's the way to go. Okay. Sure. I feel like we're missing something. I really do. We are. <laughs> we absolutely I are. Can't, like, I don't feel like we're ready for this part yet. No, on, honestly, I I'm wondering if I should stay here. I Cody or whoa, that's me. Durin, you're really good at sneaking. We can't I'm not. by himself. So yeah, I'm like, also worse at sneaking, I believe. Or close okay. to it. Um, wait, ideas. Okay. Where the fuck is Azen? He told me to come here. Where is that son of a bitch? Yeah, that's a good question. We could consult him on the next step of the plan. Maybe say his name three times. Azen, Azen, Azen. There's a knock at the hotel door. <laughs> I open the door. Oh, wait. <laughs> and standing there, holding a tray, is a hotel employee. And Catherine says, I hope you guys don't mind. I took the liberty in ordering some breakfast. I'm starving. This is great. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Are you Azen? The hotel employee just walks away. <laughs> I just don't feel like we have enough to do it. I just really don't. I don't know what else to do. I don't know what, what, what our other plan would be, though. We're going to get point. caught. Like we're gonna get caught. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like the like we'll be labeled as traitors again if we're caught fucking around in the military base during war times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah war crimes on top of our fugitive uh, nature. Catherine stands up and says, "What if we get caught?" Ex- excuse me. Oh, that I can do. If they bring uh, us to the military base, they would, wouldn't they? Now I don't know how we're getting out of it. I don't know what the plan is after the fact. But if we need a ticket to the military base, that's as good as any. They wouldn't just lock up a normal criminal there, would they? Do they have a, a local lockup center or is it also in the mili- Ministry of Defense? Well, I mean, if we're caught on that train, we're definitely going to go to that base. Yeah, if, if we're going to get caught anyway, we may as well have a B option too or plan B. But I'm thinking like, is there like, are there separate lockups in the Ministry of Defense and say for no. like a bar brawl? 
I mean, there's like sheriff offices and stuff here. Okay. But okay. if you fuck around with anything important, you're going to go to the Ministry of Defense. What if it continues from last night? We go to Vorax. We make grand ex- 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 like exclamations. Worst case, he like best case, he believes us. Worst case, he takes us in for questioning. Yeah, I mean, again, the our big problem it seems like we don't have an exit strategy or how to operate once we're in the building. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. think guns blazing is the way to do it, but no, I have guns to blaze. I'm never without a weapon. Yeah. Does Emberheart have any idea? I know you said she's got her chessboard and her plans within plans. It's more her means of setting herself up when it comes time to act she will have the the power and privilege to do so okay okay so worst case we, we we start saying the right things and then the people who know better will come after like will come to us you know <sighs> now once again how do we survive that instance i don't know now we don't have there's another option which is if they think we have information they need maybe they'll bring us in in a friendly way well, even after last night, the things I said of Vorak, do you think that might be enough? I don't know. Well, you came across as a strong Sinonan supporter or sympathist. Yeah. If you want to get on Vorak's side, I think you're going to have to go the other way. Well, I know there's a way we could get in, but I don't like it at all. So I'm not even going to say it. Now you have to say it. Now you have to say it. He knows. So, Captain knows what I'm talking about. He turns into his Sinonan form. Oh, I don't. I don't no, like I this don't. at all. I don't like that plan at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a terrible plan. It puts all the pieces in the right place. You guys get there in a friendly manner, in a positive way. I can go into the detention center and see if I can't figure out what's happening to my people and maybe free some of them. You heard them. There's more. We go to Vorak. I rat you out and saying the act last night was trying to draw you to tell me the truth because I had suspicions. Okay. And I go to him, saying the truth, they get you, they bring us in for questioning or to, to follow up. If they bring us in at all. That's the only issue I have. I say we meet them at the gates of the Ministry of Defense if this is the role, if this is the route we're taking, which, again, I'm, I don't want to put you in harm's way, Catherine. I'm a Sononan in the middle of a war against Sononas Prime. I'm in harm's way. Yeah, but this is really, really in harm's way. So what we do is that we get lock, they chain you up like you've been captured already. We message Vorak and say, hey, I need to apologize for last night. I had a very good reason. We need to pick you up to show you. And then we get him in the car and we convince him to all drive down to the base together. Or we tell him we meet him at the base. Well, we the, we need to like the base is in the middle of nowhere. So if we just start driving out there, it's suspicious without him. Fuck! I don't like this plan. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. It's better it's than just... what we had five minutes ago. I, I don't know that. <sighs> yeah, it's it's way better than trying to get onto a train and sneak into a military base and then remain undetected while we have no idea what where anything is, what we're really looking for. It's a nightmare. If we can go in. Under the guise of you turning me in, we can get the lay of the land on our way through and maybe sort out a plan on the fly. Do you understand what you're volunteering for? I wouldn't do it if I wasn't. We also have one more piece as well that they could be interested in. Yeah, I don't like that even more. The vial? Yeah. We save that one till last. Yeah, we we use that as a desperate last gamble. If you're getting taken in, you're getting taken into a place... 
uh, we may not be able to get you out and the possibility that they are using this liquid on you and your people, potentially you at this point. Yeah. Uh, look, I, like I just told Cody, I understand the risks, but okay. this war is going to kill a lot of my people. And if I have a chance to expose the true nature of it, the real motivations of it, I'm not going to sit here because I don't want to get hurt. All right, let's get ready. Um, let's message Astrid and just let her know where we're going to be in case we get captured and maybe she'll be able to do something about it. Yeah. If not, yeah, boys, get ready. This, is, this is our swan song. Yeah. If we fuck this up, we're toast. What can we yeah. do to give you the best chance of getting out of there? Is there a way you can, like, secrete weapons on yourself? Or if you find a way to make a distraction, I'll make it count. We were good at that, too. We're very good at that. That's our, yeah. like, the thing we're the best at. <laughs> That's what I'll say. We are professionals at that. Now, maybe we shouldn't tell them that it's Cathan. Because if you're not in your Cathan yeah. form... He has no reason to know that, right? So at least afterwards, you can be Cathan again. Yeah, there's no reason to compromise your your altered ego. I will yeah, say I, it, he still looks like himself. Okay, no. just, okay, never mind then. Like, yeah, he just has horns and his skin is a different color. Okay, right. So what we'll, we'll even do is what we'll we'll say that Lady Emberheart put us up to trying to search for the Sinonin just to leave her out of it. Like she put us up to it to try to track him down unbeknownst to her was the closest person to her actually if you can at least tell lady emberheart that you're volunteering for this so we don't get too much shit <laughs> i would appreciate it yeah okay that that makes sense um he gets on the phone and you said you wanted to call astrid right astrid yeah okay um on the phone with astrid she says okay what are you gonna say now what's the what have you done Oh, yeah, we're uh, going into enemy territory with a Sononin at our side. Okay, well, that's about as crazy as what everything else you usually tell me is. Um, what's the plan? You're walking a Sononin in as a prisoner, I assume? Correct, to get us inside and to hopefully give us a window to try to find the liquid and what's going on with it. Well, boys, this is finally something that I can help you with. Amazing. That would be great. We need we need help. So yeah, we're really like barely staying afloat right now. This plan is more so like a string and some like bubble gum uh, put together. You are acting as official representatives of the Tatran Oversight Guild at the moment. I can pull some strings and get you a audience with the Ministry of Defense in a means to turn over your prisoner. That is something one hundred percent within my capabilities uh bureaucracy is my strength right now so give me 30 minutes to file the paperwork and they will be expecting you so if just make it if this is what you're doing i can't unring this bell no ring the bell round one fight 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 okay i'll send it off this way we can go straight to the base in half an hour they will be expecting you cody can you drive a car yes sick <laughs> anything in the wheel I can drive. Is there anything you want to buy or do before you head out to the Ministry of Defense? We didn't get money off Amberheart, right? No, nope. not yet. We have not yeah. solved that mystery. Damn. I really want to get a personal upgrade part two. I'm trying to think if I can give anything to our friend here to help him. But when we do this, it's not going to be like, oh, we're like being, um, what's the word, framed or anything. We're 
we're actually going to be criminals after this. Only if we get caught. It's fine. We'll just, we'll do it like Heat. We'll get out of this all right. Again, I, have you seen the end of Heat? <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen the end of Heat. Yeah, we okay. always turn it off before the end. <laughs> it does not go well. If there's nothing you guys can think of, you can set off with Kathin to the Ministry of Defense. Oh, oh, this is such a bad idea. Yeah, let's go, I guess. It's the only idea we have. There was a moment, there was a time a little bit ago where we were going to like... We were going to do a train job, you know, get on the train. It's going to be exciting. All right, let's go. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's tell Jenny and Short Jack, if we don't make it back, they need to fly out of here and go live a nice, peaceful life somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you get a text back being like <laughs> cryptic, but standard. Okay. Smiley face. I want, they're probably used to this by now, actually. <laughs> yeah. You just get like a guitar emoji and a bunny emoji. Said, <laughs> Love you both. You get a picture of them both, like, with their fingers crossed. <laughs> I really want a backup plan with this, but I don't think we're going to get one. <laughs> I said the <laughs> selfie with Catherine in, in handcuffs, like, making, like, a ooh face. <laughs> 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 okay, you guys drive out to the Ministry of Defense base. Yeah, our, our backup plan is what we normally do, which is just hit and shoot at everything that just, moves. Just- just wing it? Yeah, just wing it. Well, I mean, this plan is pretty much just wing it. So, wait, before we go in, we gotta we gotta try to stealthily get this information, preferably without getting caught and setting off alarms and getting the whole Ministry of Defense on our ass. While we're doing that, we also need a non-illegal, non-getting-us-also-thrown-in-jail way to cause a distraction to help our good friend Catherine here. Also, if he doesn't bust himself out, I can't leave without taking him with us. Suggestion. What do you guys think about hiring some mercs to cause a distraction while this deal is going down? We've got 20 minutes. All right, let's (laughs) go. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair. Wish I thought about it before we made the call to Astrid, but yeah, let's just go. Catherine, anyone you know in 20 minutes might be willing to take some pot shots at the Ministry of Defense base? No one I'm willing to let take pot shots at the Ministry of Defense, no. There. Specifically, we're going to have to get away from their eyes after we hand you over inside that base, and that's where it's going to get hairy. What's going to have to happen here is I think it's going to be you, Duran. I think you're going to have to be stealthy while we're there, and me and Merrick are going to have to distract them, keep them busy, do something. Yeah, this isn't going to go wrong. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry, listeners. This is how the podcast ends. <laughs> You arrive to the massive fortress of the Ministry of Defense. It is a big octagon-shaped building with layers of walls in between. You approach, and there is a small contingent of guards who is being led by Vorak, who meets you at the gate. And he looks at your prisoner, Cathan, and he says, I was wondering why you were acting so strange last night. Now it is all crystal clear. This was, was all a... part of the plan. God damn it. Love it. This, this is why I knew I could trust y'all. This is why I knew that you were the right men for the job. Now, it's, uh, unfortunately we can't bring your vehicle within the, the perimeter for safety reasons, but we will leave it here for you, and uh, let's let's get this man put behind bars where he belongs, yes? 
the giant gates slide open and Vorak uh, ushers you into the base. What are we seeing? Well, as long as there are no Gundams, we're good. <laughs> there are 19 Gundams. Fuck. <laughs> you are brought into like the main courtyard where there is a garage. You see a bunch of various uh, tactical vehicles. There is a landing pad off to the right side of things with a helicopter and various uh, small like one man pilot sort of like drone situations. And then further back, you see a full landing strip with uh, some of the ships that you had seen attack the Sononan ship that uh, originally attacked the plaza that you you guys fought. From there, there's the main central building, and that is where Vorak is bringing you into. Uh, what would y'all like to do while you're in this courtyard, if anything? Okay. I'm going to do a perception check on the helicopter setup just to make sure, like, just to see if it's something that we can use to get out if mm-hmm. we have to. I'm also going to percept that. 22. I got 25. Dirty 20. Um, what are you trying to discern? Like, like the securities on this helicopter. Like, like what we would have to deal with if we try to use it as an escape measure. The biggest thing that you can see is that there is, like, guards and like mechanics working on it. So you would have to deal with them somehow, but there doesn't seem to be any, like other than, you know, turning it on and and that kind of stuff, there doesn't seem to be anything that you would have to do to fly it out. It is open air. There's no like roof or anything that you'd have to get through. All right. God, I feel so bad about this. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. How how well guarded is this courtyard area? Oh, there's like, easily hundreds of administrators yeah, of course there are uh, just waiting for that window of opportunity Dane that's what we're yeah. doing Okay, uh, well, you you guys, know. there's nothing for us to we just keep our mouth shut and it ends with Dane saying like anyway you guys are locked up in jail and we're like cool <laughs> yeah there's nothing we can do in the courtyard anyway I assume yeah, yeah. cool yeah you guys get to the uh, the main building uh, Vorak uh, presses his hand against the pad it scans his hand and beeps and then slides open and you guys are brought into a uh, long corridor with a bunch of rooms that kind of branch off and once again this is a smaller octagonal building so you can see that the there's like a hallway that goes along the the perimeter and then there are there are rooms in the center uh, and then in front of you in the middle of this building is a elevator um, and Vorak turns around and he says, Now, gentlemen, I would love to like be hospitable here and give you the, the tour, but as you can understand, we are in times of war and I'm not really allowed. I mean, technically, if you guys all weren't getting the seal of approval from the uh, Tavern Oversight Guild, um, you wouldn't even be here. Civilians should not be here. But considering what you've done for Usuron up until this point and the ability of, of you turning over a, a Sononan uh, saboteur to us right now. I'm I'm gonna let it slide. I like you guys. So if you if you follow me, we'll get this man processed, and then we'll have you on your way. We understand. This is a cool facility you've got here, though. Thank you. It is uh, it is quite state of the art. Yes. Where's that elevator go? Uh, into our subsections. Uh, our detention facility. You know you, the usual things that you'd have on a little. Uh, a military base, R&D, weapons testing, that kind of stuff. Wow, cool. Underground bunkers. I love those. Can never be too safe. Oh, that's it. I'm glad the army has such great facilities. We feel so safe. (laughs) Well, we'll need them with war and with people like 
this guy here sneaking up on us and infiltrating, you know, crazy. I kick him in the shins. Like, I kick <laughs> Zenona into the shins. Oh, you kick Cathan? <laughs> yeah, I kick Cathan in the shins. Uh, he's like, fuck, ow. <laughs> Uh, Vorak turns around and he's like, all right, let's calm down. We ain't in the habit of, we know they're our enemy, but they are a prisoner of war right now. There is some level of decorum that we have to maintain in order to not be monsters. Oh, my sorry. My apologies. So just after my act yesterday, you know, had to get it out somehow. Every now and then if they bump their heads getting in and out of something or, you know, perhaps they fall down a stair or two, it happens. It happens. Um, And... The uh, door to your right opens up and a guard brings you guys in and they begin sort of processing Kath and like taking pictures, uh, doing fingerprints, that kind of stuff. Is this my chance, boys? Is this what this is? Might, seems like it might be. I'm going to slink away and but uh, they'll notice they'll notice I'm gone. Right. So it'll be obvious something's up. But then again, something is up. So I don't know. Duran, what do you? Yes. Stop, stop tapping your leg like that. You always do this. I say to go before we left the hotel, and you never do. That's why we call you piss rat. I got the cheek pouches, I assume. Sometimes it's like a little... You fill up your cheek pouches with piss? Yes. Yes. It's like <laughs> 79 cents for the massive thing. But, like, you can kind of, like, sneak a little bit into the cheeks from time to time, you know? So you get a little Wait, hold bit on, more hold on, hold on, hold on. One second. One second. Are you saying you fill your cheeks with piss? Or the drink that you the drink. drink. The the drink, clearly. Are you, oh, we all thought it was piss this whole <laughs> you said time. You were pissing in your mouth. It what? did no. very much sound like you were pissing in your mouth, sir. No, I don't piss. Can <laughs> we have this sicko down to the washroom? I'm so sorry. He's very skilled, so that's Darren, why we keep him around. This is our moment to get in with the Ministry of Defense, and you're ruining it. They're going to think we're a bunch of jabronis. <laughs> can, I, can I use your washroom? Please. He looks at you for a second. He leans in close. He says, you ain't going to piss in your mouth, are you? I, I'm not going to piss. In my, I've never pissed in my mouth. That sounds like something someone who pissed in their mouth would say. He's going to roll a sense motive on you. I remember, <laughs> sir. Uh, that's a 27. Durin? Yeah. What do you want? Oh, a bluff, right? That's what you want? Oh, hey. Oh, hey. Wait, Hold wait, on. Why are you going to bluff? <laughs> you only have to roll a bluff if you've actually pissed in your mouth. <laughs> you know what i i think we're gonna roll a little bit of bluff it, you know things happen sometimes Duran has has had a wild life all right Durin's canonically pissed in his own cheek pouch um 24 should you fail no no oh you do fail <laughs> so he knows he, uh vorak gives you a very very unimpressed look and he says make it quick uh, how's how's Catherine feeling about all this? You can tell he's not happy. You don't need to roll sense motive on that one. <laughs> when Durin leaves, I'm gonna come up to Vorak and be like, "Sorry about him. Don't mind him." Um, do you guys have an opening? Ministry of Defense, War, all really cool. Oh, you're thinking of enlisting, son? I don't know. I just know you're very cool, and I want to be cool. Okay, all <laughs> that's right. just how military enlistment works. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Durham, you're American. You can agree. Durham, we're going to s- follow you as you head over to the bathroom to definitely not piss in your own mouth. Yeah, no. That- <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you like to do? You're outside in the hallway and there's no one around at the moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Uh, no one around at the moment. Uh, I guess the first thing I want to do is try to uh, see any potential uh, opening somewhere I could go and sneak into, get into like some crevices, I guess, somewhere like that. Um, assuming there's not going to be a vent in the bathroom, but, you know, let's check there, too. Give me a luck check. Okay. Ten. It's not enough. Okay, okay. Oh, come on. This military base don't care about their vents. Can I <laughs> give Terry my reroll to minus two? Oh, I, well, I do have the plus two that I can just add to it. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'll use my I'll use my plus two. I'll, I'll add my two. To my, I don't really to, want to set the precedent that you can use this on luck checks, but fuck it. Why not? Who cares? We can right, do whatever right. we want. We just spent my, like two minutes talking about Terry pissing in his own mouth. I deserve this. That's why I'm allowing it. To be fair, Terry did it to himself. I asked Terry, do you piss in your cheek pouch? And he said well, yes. Well, okay. Like, in my mind, I'm just like, do you think it accidentally happened at some point? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Why would that happen by accident? <laughs> Terry, have you accidentally pissed in your mouth before? No, but I'm saying, like, hey, he's a little rat. Who knows what he might have gotten up to at some point? <laughs> I can't honestly vouch and say, no, it never happened. Like, who knows? Maybe he was on a stakeout. You know what? You're right. Survival situation. You got to drink your own pee. All right. Yeah. You still don't have to piss in your own mouth. Okay. We're getting distracted here. Boys. <laughs> this is what the listeners want. You go into the bathroom and you find a great. There is a vent um, up above one of the stalls. <sighs> Man, I feel like we need a better plan than this. At this point, man, we're letting it ride. I know, I know. Uh, let's, we have to let's hope get... that this is like a 90s movie where the plan just goes well and everyone yeah. high fives at the end, you know? Yeah, what what era was Heat from? Was that 90s or 80s? Heat was 90s, I believe. Cool. All right, let's do yeah, it. You do not, I, I want to stress it. You do not want it to end we're, like Heat. We're going in the vent. Uh, we're okay, going in the cool. vent and I'm going to try to get to the uh, security office. So I'm going to need a stealth check now. Okay. Um, I got a 23. Okay. You begin clambering through the vents. And you don't really know where you're going because you don't know the layout of the building. But you do get to a room that seems like it is some sort of security office. Okay. In that room, you see a screen that has a layout, a map. Okay. Ooh, ooh, let's get that written down. There are two places that seem important. The R&D okay. lab and the uh, the impound lot. R&D and impound, okay. Those seem like they would be the best bets for what you are looking for, which is the Nightcrawler ship and any sort of tie to the, the silver liquid. And both are uh, underground, right? Both are underground, yes. Okay, okay. Is there, an, is there a guard in the security place? I'm assuming, yeah. There are two, yes. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Okay. We're going to jump back over to Cody and Merrick. You guys are in the room, and Vorak is leaning against the table that uh, Catherine is currently being like processed through. And he looks at you, Cody, and he's like, you, you fancy yourself a man of the, the Ministry of Defense? I'm pretty good at punching and shooting. Okay, all right. What about you, uh, Merrick? Oh, uh, yeah, I love defense. Look, hey, Vorak, I, I like bring him a little bit closer. You seem like a real good dude. I trust you. I feel that, you know, you're a commander. This is who you are. We've been on, like, a mission for the Oversight Guild, for the cat taverns for a while now. And I know that the military, like, the, the defense have been wanting to bring us in for a while. We know Decker. We've met Decker a couple times. 
Okay. We know some stuff. Such as? Well. God. <laughs> Why are we here already? <laughs> trying to get them to bring us to a different space. We need to get out. We need, to, we need to go underground. You and I also have to get underground somehow. We've been. You remember what I told you about before? I was trying to see if you know. I think you know. I've got some more of it. Uh, his demeanor changes and he stands up and he says, are you telling me you have a substance that might be related to the war with Sinone or Sinones? Yeah, well, the Sinones are using it. They're obsessed with it. We both know that. Those fanatics. He looks at Catherine and then over to Cody and you, and he says, do you have it on you? You know, it's all, I think we need to go somewhere a little bit safer where he can't hear us. Sure, 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 sure. We can get to the root of what's going on here, you know? Uh, Vorak leads you out into the hallway, and he says, if you have that with you right now, we need to get that into a secure location so that it cannot do any damage. Well, let's bring it down. It's connected to me right now, and I don't want to let go of the lock until we get, get somewhere safe. Um, Dern, you're currently seeing and hearing this in the vents. Okay. And okay. you see that Vorak is starting to walk over to the elevator in the center. And you can, there's a, there's a vent that goes that way too. Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll take it. We'll follow him along. Um, and once again, Vorak places his hand on the reader and mm-hmm. the elevator gets called and the elevator goes in front of you during through the grate that looks down into the elevator shaft. And now you can see the top of the elevator. Yeah, sneak climbing right on top of there. Okay, give me a stealth check, please. Okay. Oh, okay, 30. Uh, okay. Just quietly following along. Well, sorry, are you... I assume you're jumping on the top of the elevator? Is yes, yes, doing? the top. Okay, the top, cool. quietly yeah. following. Yeah. And the elevator begins going down, and Vorak looks at you and Merrick, Cody, and says, Gentlemen, uh, I shouldn't be bringing you down here, but I believe that we are on very much the same side of this crusade. And what you have could mean the difference between victory and crushing defeat. Mm. So I need you to promise me that what you see down here stays between us. And if it doesn't, if I understand or hear that you've uttered a single word of what you've seen down here, we will end you. Do you understand me? No, 100%. We've been looking for people who've had the same ideology as us. It's been a while. They killed our friends. They framed us. We've been having the worst time. So we're with you. I'm going to need a bluff check from you guys. Oh, this is kill our friends. Oh, it's a fucking nat 20. Fuck yeah, dude. That's the dirty 20 for me. Now, my bluff is a minus one. So it's a nat 19. I will will let these ride. He's not going to do a sense motive. Because he wants to believe you guys. And those mm-hmm. are very, very good roles. And really a lot of truth uh, in the matter, right? It's very believable that we would be angry at the people yes. who killed our friends and yeah. framed us. The door opens and you enter into a room. And it is a large open room. There is a small, like, long lab against the left-hand wall. And on the right, you see three ships. Sononin in design, and you recognize all three of the names. Mm. They are the names <sighs> of the ships, the Sononin ships that shot down the transport that had that was supposed to have you guys, but was carrying Satir, Quip, and Query. I'm very upset right now. Holy shit. 
Like I slightly, like, I'm just gonna like graze against Cody's hand. It's a fist. Ah, oh, fuck. And in the far end, in front of you, is what remains of the Nightcrawler. And it's not covered in that liquid anymore. It, but it does. You can see that it is 100% the the ship that you saw out in space. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> It is corded off with this like white plastic and there are people inside it uh, walking around and taking measurements and stuff. And he brings you to the center and says, the uh, the liquid, you said you had it, yes? Yeah. Uh, great. We, we need to make sure that it is put away somewhere secure. And he reaches out one of his hands. How can you keep it safe? Uh, well, we have managed to find a way to neutralize it. To... What? That's amazing. How? I'm I'm a grunt. I'm not one of these eggheads. I don't know the scientific process. All I know that is they know how to do it, and it works. Hey, uh, Vorex, you, you remember the footage from the attack, right? Like on the cube? Yes, yeah. You know the guy who punched a tank? Yes. He's connected to this file, and I'm the only thing stopping it from knowing where it is. So wherever you're going to do with it, I need to be with it right until up it's done. Right until the deed. I'm the only thing keeping him from coming in here. I've seen the man be able to transfer into goo. Yeah. Give me some perception checks. Uh, it's a 16. Oh, sorry. A 15. Um, that's a 22. You notice that the room is starting to pay pretty close attention to the, the three of you guys. Durin, what are you doing right now? I am going to work on a distraction. Okay. Let's make our way towards somewhere where there are a few servers than that I can toss a magnet into. Um, well, where you are right now is you're on that floor with the, the three ships, the Nightcrawler yeah, yeah. and the lab on the left. So there yeah. isn't really like a server bank or anything. Okay, okay. Um, I think I want to get to maybe um, some of the more internal parts, maybe like the pipes, the engineering stuff, something I can fuck with. Like uh, what would be nearby that I could take the vents to? Okay, I would say that you could probably get to a place that has... Like there's a bunch of like safety, like suppression equipment and stuff, yes. like fire suppression and like that kind of stuff um, for in case of emergencies, you can definitely get to one of those systems. Yeah, let's do that. That's where I want to go. Okay. I'm going to need a stealth check, please. Okay. 25. Okay. And now I'll need an engineering check to do what you're trying to do. Uh, my engineering is a 26. Merrick, I'm sorry, I interrupted your speech about Azin. if you want to no, continue okay. your warning. Look, I'm the only thing that's stopping him from doing what he wants to do. We're friends, him and I, we were friends. So if this goes out of my hand, he can show up here in an instant. And I don't think anyone here wants that. You, you know what he's capable of. Okay, all right. That I understand your concern, and I certainly wouldn't want a man who can punch one of our tanks uh, showing up to our facility. Like I get it. So if you are confident that you can keep this safe until we can neutralize it, that is fine. Yeah, he, he, he won't hurt me, at least not now. Dern, what are you trying to accomplish with your distraction? Um, what I want to do is turn off the fire suppression and set off some engineering alerts. Like nothing too crazy, but enough to draw some attention. Okay, when you say set off, you mean like you want the fire suppression to like the system to go off, like start spraying the foam stuff out? Ooh, um, I, I was trying to turn it off, but you know what? I like, uh, 
I like the let's turn the fire suppression on. Yeah, let's yeah, just... Yeah, Dern's going... Like, the words are going okay, but let's get some chaos in here. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can, I t- can I time it in the way where I sort of know where he's trying to take us? Uh, yeah, he's... He, you guys are making your way over to the lab. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's flip on that fire suppression. Let's go. Um, as the doors to the lab slide open with a... You hear a couple, like, alarms go off, like a... Like a as... The pipes overhead that have the the fire suppression begin spraying down this thick white foam. And Vorak looks around and says, what the hell is going on here? It must be him. As it must be, must know we're here. He does want us to deactivate the goop. Is this part of the process to deactivate it? He looks at you and he says, obviously it isn't, you fucking idiot. Whoa. And he pushes past you and draws his weapon and begins looking around. What are you guys doing? I want to do a perception to see if there's any kind of uh, information lying out and about that I might be able to make use of or steal. That's a 22. Okay. And Merrick, what are you doing? I'm going to try to be, I'm just like keeping him distracted, being like, it's it's as in, we have to lock the doors. We have to seal ourselves off. Um, he, okay, give me a diplomacy check. That I can do. I don't roll those those often. That's going to be a dirty 21. Okay. He nods and puts an arm out across you and ushers you back into the lab um, and presses his hand against the the keypad and the doors slam shut. So it's just you, a couple of scientists and Warrack. Um, Cody, what did you roll? Uh, 22 perception. You managed to get your eyes on something that you definitely were not supposed to see. And it's a list of what the screen calls candidates and it is a bunch of names and some have been crossed off but there is a name there that you recognize and midway through this list under a list of potential candidates for assimilation is pangolas comma satire 